InfoTrack continues. Once again, here's Chris Whitting. Addiction can be a tragic situation for many, many people, yet the early warning signs of addiction are often hard to spot. Joining us on InfoTrack is Doug Thorburn. He is the president and founder of a nonprofit Prevent Tragedy Foundation, which is dedicated to educating folks on early addiction detection. Doug, welcome to InfoTrack. Thank you, Chris. Now, you've written a book called How to Spot Hidden Alcoholics. Very interesting uh, topic and title. What led you to write a book about this? Well, long story short, I was romantically involved with an addict. I survived the ordeal. I vowed never again. I decided maybe I better learn a little something about addiction to protect myself. I stumbled upon AA meetings and decided this was a pretty good place to start. There I heard wonderful people telling horrifying stories of atrocious behaviors in which they engaged while they were practicing alcoholics. I began asking a couple simple questions. One, what caused what? Did poor behaviors cause alcoholism? Or maybe did alcoholism cause misbehaviors? I realized it was a latter. I followed it up with a crucial question. If alcoholism causes bad behaviors, I asked, gee, if I observe such behaviors, will I usually find alcoholism? I was single again dating, and in the course of a year and a half out of dozens of women, I, I dated five in whom I suspected likely alcohol or other drug addiction. I confirmed it through mutual friends and acquaintances in four out of the five. Not a bad ratio. More but, important in my tax practice, I'm an enrolled agent, tax professional, and certified financial planner. I would say to the occasional client when I felt it safe to do so, you know, I think your partner or ex-spouse or parent or child, whomever, might be an addict based on the financial misbehaviors you were bearing the brunt of. And what I had done, Chris, was I somehow linked the idea that addiction causes the person to act destructively towards others, inflicting emotional, psychological abuse always, sometimes physical abuse, and sometimes financial abuse. The response was invariably, oh, no, he's my best friend. I've known him for 20 years. He's too smart to be an alcoholic. And I'd say, you know, I don't think it has anything to do with intelligence. Take another look. I'd hear back from that same client a day, a week, six months later, invariably, saying, you were right. How the heck did you know? So, Doug, you said you were dating people, you were doing business with people, and yet you could not spot overt signs that they were alcoholics. No, I observed their behavior. Behavior. Their behavior, but no signs that they uh, you weren't smelling alcohol or anything. No. Oh no, 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 which, no. Which the is, alcoholic knows to hide the smell. So I think most people listening might think, well, I can spot an alcoholic because they're going to be stumbling or you know slurring their speech or they're going to smell like alcohol. But you're saying no. Often the signs are are much harder to spot. It's such a classic myth. You know, we think of the alcoholic the stumbling drunk inebriated on the street. Oh, no, 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 no. Think of Henri Paul, Princess Diana's driver. He didn't look drunk in the hotel video prior to the tragedy. Okay? Mm-hmm. Three days after the tragedy, his blood alcohol level was reported at 0.18. So these are people who have the physical ability to intake a lot of alcohol or other substances and yet go through the motions of appearing to be okay, and yet their behaviors can be very harmful to themselves and to others. They not only don't look drunk, they may be even highly functional. There have been extraordinary screen stars, extraordinary professional athletes, highly successful businessmen, extremely successful politicians who have been alcohol and other drug addicts the whole time. Ty Cobb, arguably greatest baseball player who ever lived, lifetime batting average over 400, full-blown alcoholic the entire time. Hmm. So your book, which is How to Spot Hidden Alcoholics, you have specific techniques that people can use to spot these folks? Yes. And in order to understand the overall view of the technique, we have to understand that addiction causes in the addict a need to inflate his ego, which makes him have a need to wield power over others. 
So the key signs in the early to middle stages are that wielding of power, the attempt to wield power, especially capriciously over others. They do so through lying, cheating, stealing, manipulating, which you hear at every AA meeting. What did we do when we drank? We lied, cheated, stole, and manipulated. You see it by reckless behaviors. Henri Paul acting extraordinarily recklessly, not driving 45 in a 30 zone, but 90 in a 30 zone supposedly to escape the paparazzi. You see it sometimes in overachievement. It's a great way to wield power over fans, constituents, customers, employees, co-workers. Now, if I'm a uh, boss of a company or if I'm uh, perhaps, as you were, trying to find a partner for a relationship, do you have any idea how, what the percentages are out there of people who might be having these problems? It's about 10% in the United States. So you uh, have a 1 in 10 chance of hitting one of these folks, typically. Yeah, except they have an impact way out of proportion to their numbers, mm-hmm. and that's the problem. Every addict is adversely affecting three, four, five people at any one point in time, and two years later it's a different three or four or five people. Now, this, I assume, doesn't just apply to alcohol, but other addictions as well. When I use the term alcoholism, I mean any psychotropic drug, any drug capable of causing distortions of perception and memory in susceptible individuals. Now, you say that a number of alcoholics, many alcoholics, will progress to a drug stage of addiction. About 80% of female alcoholics are polydrug addicts that pop pills, according to the Betty Ford Clinic. Mm -hmm. Many, many use the illegal drugs, but by no means the majority. And yet some alcoholics go through their entire lives drinking only the drug alcohol, wreaking havoc the entire time, 30, 40 years of havoc in their lives, ruining relationships, destroying other people's lives. Well, obviously, spotting these folks is very important. Is there any research that you're aware of or information that might help us to prevent this from happening in the first place that might be able to figure out who is vulnerable to these addictions? There is a difference in the biological processing of the drug, and therefore we'll eventually find out that there's a gene or genes responsible for alcoholism. However, the alcoholic doesn't want to stop, and this is crucial to understand. No addict goes into sobriety without kicking and screaming the whole way. I don't believe that prevention is possible, not in a day and age where alcohol is not only legal, readily available, the other drugs are readily available even though they're not legal. What we need to do is instead identify addiction, remove the stigma that prevents the identification of alcoholism, accept the idea that this is a differential biochemical processing of the drug. It has nothing to do with loss of control over use. That's a latter state symptom. Instead, it's a genetic disorder that causes the afflicted to biochemically process the drug alcohol as well as other psychotropic drugs in a way that causes the person to act destructively or act badly some of the time. It's not every time. So what we need to do instead, Chris, is to proactively intervene early. What are we waiting for? Tragedy will inevitably occur. And I maintain that for every tragedy that occurs in the life of an addict, dozens if not hundreds of incidents occurred for which close persons and or the law could have intervened but didn't. We're talking with Doug Thorburn, who is an expert on spotting hidden alcoholics, and he's president and founder of the nonprofit Prevent Tragedy Foundation. Doug, do these rules or examples of alcoholics, does this apply to someone who goes out drinking on a Friday or a Saturday night, or these people who really are using alcohol on a daily basis? It could be daily, it could be weekly, it could be once every year. It doesn't matter. It's a question of the behaviors that result from that drinking episode. So if someone goes out on one drinking binge on New Year's Eve and wrecks their car and kills someone, that's an example of what you're talking about. Absolutely, especially if it happens a second time. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, obviously that kind of tragedy just doesn't occur for in, in the life of a normal drinker. A normal social drinker, first off, 
typically can't even get past a blood alcohol level of 0.12 without feeling like crumb. So these are people who have developed a tolerance or just maybe have a genetic ability to handle a lot of alcohol and still appear functional. Right at the get-go. And how do we know this? We know this from listening to the recovering alcoholics say they triggered their alcoholism during their first drinking episode. Average age, 12, 13, 14 years old. Is that right? Wow. How about education in the schools? Is that being done at all to make kids aware that this could be a trap for them? Well, they've tried, but there has failed longitudinal long-term studies have proven this. Unfortunately, they're concentrating on the drug. It's not the drug any more than it's the gun. It's the person on the drug. So Different people react differently to the drug. So 90% of us can take heroin. How do we know this? We take morphine in the hospital, none the worse for it. Walk out of the hospital not craving morphine, Oxycontin, Vicodin, heroin, or any other drug. 10% will walk out craving these drugs and do anything to get them. Fascinating stuff, and I guess the key to it is knowledge, information, and education, and for all of the rest of us to just be very aware and understand the situation. And remove the stigma that prevents us from identifying addiction. and Start looking for these signs of a God complex, the signs of a sense of invincibility. I can get away with anything. The rules don't apply to me attitude. Verbal abuse, habitually blaming others, intense mood swings things of this nature that are in indicators, behavioral indicators of alcohol or other drug addiction. Doug, your book is How to Spot Hidden Alcoholics, and where can people get a hold of the copy of it? Well, my website, preventtragedy.com, one T, one word, has a lot of information about alcoholism, including an interactive substance addiction recognition indicator. Very good. Doug Thorburn, president and non-founder of the nonprofit Prevent Tragedy Foundation. Doug, thanks for joining us today on InfoTrack. My pleasure, Chris. Thank you. You're listening to InfoTrack, a production of Syndication Networks of Chicago. To learn more about our guests or listen to past shows, visit InfoTrack online at TalkZone.com.